0: Hello and welcome back to another episode. If you hear music in the background, I've been delaying recording this episode for a while because my neighbor, just so sick of him to be playing uh, really crazy music right now. It's literally 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. Like, why are we raging? Um, Actually, it's Monday. That was a lie, it's not Tuesday. It feels almost like a Tuesday. Uh, This last weekend was so long, and today has been a really long day. It's only two, but I'm also adjusting to the light and the day change. It feels so weird to have evening be at like four or five as opposed to like eight, you know, how it normally is in the summer, so I think like that adjustment is so weird for me right now. Um, But today's topic is all about hormones, and it's perfect timing because I am like, two seconds away from getting my period. It's literally that weird spot in between of like, I never know. Like, like I'll like feel like I need to pee. This is so TMI. I can't believe I'm starting out this way, but whatever. If you're a woman, I'm pretty sure only women are going to listen to this. So anyways, it's like that awkward, like, you know, you're about to get your period any second now. So it's like, anytime you feel like you need to pee, you're like, "Mm, is it going to be right now? Is it going to be right now? Do I need to bring a tampon? Like, I don't know. Anyways, that's where I'm at right now. So it's, it's, it's really getting there. And the week's leading up to my period are absolutely horrendous and that is why I've even thought about making this episode. That's why I wanted to talk about it because, you know, I think like these kind of things, we need to just normalize them, talk about them, discuss them. I've done my fair share of research and reading and I've had doctors, hormone specialists, all of that. So I feel like even though I'm not a doctor, I'm anything in this episode is not me trying to be a doctor, act like I'm a doctor. I do not know Um, everything but this is just my experiences and and my uh, opinions things I've read things that I've experienced um, and that I feel like I should share because I think a lot of us go through similar experiences especially when it comes to you know your periods or hormones and related issues like that I think it's just things that aren't talked about in everyday life as much and it's getting better it's definitely getting better but it's still not like ideal yet so anyways I also just think like period talk and hormone talk is so important because people don't realize how much hormones impact quite literally everything. And it's funny, it's because like when your hormones are out of whack, your whole life can get put upside down. Like literally your skin will break out in acne, you can get food sensitivities, your gut health is all messed up, your moods, you can have like the most horrible mood swings just from hormone deregulation, dysregulation. Um, You can literally have so many problems. And I just feel like it's so interesting because these things are not really talked about as much. But they're so present that it's like, why aren't we discussing them more? Like, if, if, you know, hormones can affect, you know, brain fog and memory and all of that. Then, like, why aren't we discussing it? I think, like, a lot of times, too, it's like women will get so confused as to why maybe their libido was low or they're breaking out on their chin or why like you know something's off they're crying more often than not and it's like it's your fucking hormones like that is the biggest part it's it's a it's a vital I think it's a vital sign now it's like our ninth vital sign like literally your period is a vital sign it's showing that you are healthy that your body is regulated and all those things so I'll share a little bit more about my first off about my experiences with. Hormone problems and whatnot. Um, I'm very lucky that I haven't had a PCOS or endometriosis, which I think a lot of women deal with, but um, I do have undiagnosed PMDD, which I say undiagnosed because it's really hard to diagnose because I already have anxiety and depressive disorder, So it's like, I think it just gets really enhanced by my PMS, which is obviously very unfortunate. Um, but I haven't been to a doctor for it yet because I'm like dealing with doctor stuff uh, recently, but it's definitely something that plagues me before my period every single month. Um, PMDD is premenstrual disorder, premenstrual mood disorder, something like that. You know, I'm gonna look it up and get back to you, hold on. Okay, I always forget the second term. It's called premenstrual dysphoric disorder. It's a severe form of premenstrual syndrome that includes physical and behavioral symptoms that usually evolve with the onset of menstruation. So things like extreme sadness, hopelessness, irritability, anger, and really bad, like I have really bad boob soreness and physical um, like headaches, migraines, stuff like that. So it's mainly my mood stuff though that is very debilitating before my period. It just feels, I feel completely just like disturbed and sad and it's just scary. Like it's really horrible because it doesn't really feel like there's a circumstance like it's not like oh I'm going through a breakup I'm so sad it's like you'll just wake up and be so sad for no reason and it's just horrible um it really just takes a big chunk out of my month of being sad so I've had to kind of learn to handle that and and, and regulate that which we'll get to but I also had a really crazy experience of uh, around two years ago and if you're an OG follower I actually started my account during this time but I Lost about forty or so pounds. I lost a lot of weight, um, uh, two years ago, three years ago, around twenty twenty. So only two years ago, that's kind of crazy. Anyways, okay, I lost a lot of weight, and um, I was severely underweight medically, literally so so severely underweight um, for about a year and a half and during that time I did not have a period at all Um, and I was someone that always had a regular period like I even when I was on birth control I had a regular period I was on hormonal birth control the pill earlier on and then I uh, lost my period when I lost all this weight it was a direct correlation obviously Um, and it was so weird not having a period for a year and a half after I you know had it so consistently and it was a really terrible time in my life. I have an episode talking more about the weight loss and how severe the eating disorder and um, other anxiety and mental health complications were during that time. But the biggest part for me, or one of the biggest parts was losing my period and how much it affected me and threw off my body and my cycle and um, just like my feelings of womanhood and just how much it affected my life. And I was not myself for that year and a half. I did not have really a life force going through me at all. I had no vitality, I was feeling so low. I had no libido, like my estrogen levels were so low so I had no sense of just like life and womanliness and libido and I literally could not have sex. Like my body would not let me have sex because I was so, so f- like frigid and um, barren, I'm calling it, and just literally it, I was so unwell um, that my body obviously when you don't have a period if it's not like a, for birth control or anything that usually just means your body feels like it's unsafe to have one and to menstruate which is a form of again vitality in life um, because our bodies are supposed to do that unless again you are forcefully not trying to get your period and you're on birth control for that but if it's just if you're not on anything and and you're you lose your period it could be a sign of stress it could be a sign of a lot of things but for me, the biggest thing was I was like, okay, obviously my body is really unhealthy and this is not sustainable because I could be infertile and I could have all these other problems. So I made it a point to try to get my period back. And I remember the moment that I did was like, unlike anything else. Like I was bawling, crying of excitement. I called my mom. I was like, oh my God, I got my period back. My body's finally feeling safe enough to, you know, menstruate and to have a possibly have a baby and all this stuff and of course periods suck but since then i've always i've just been so fucking grateful to have it and i just like every month i'm like yes this is absolutely terrible but like i wouldn't trade it for the world because not having it losing that also that like just that intuition and that and the ability to kind of like Now, I think because I'm so in tune with my cycle and being able to know where I'm at hormonally and the fluctuations every month, like it really feels cool to be in tune with my body in that way. And there's something really beautiful about it and beautiful in a way too that's like, I mean, my body feels safe, you know? And that's like the best thing that I could ever do for myself is to make my body feel safe. And when you get so low weight or you take, you know, you don't take care of yourself properly and over-exercise, under-eat, all those things that stress your body out. I mean, it's just so sad because it's like we have these one, this one body. And um, I should have also put a trigger warning for ED discussion. So I'm sorry if I – I'll put it in the caption uh, when I edit. But anyways, I didn't want to go in too deep into eating disorder recovery and stuff like that. But I think ultimately, like, too, I get so many questions or I used to get so many questions when I talk about my eating disorder and being low-weight – Um, from girls who just basically asked me like, hey, like how how did you get your period back? Like, how did you do it? And point blank, like the most true, honest thing that I always tell people that is the hardest to hear that I didn't, I don't think I wanted to hear when I was younger, um, is that you have to gain weight back. Like you literally have to gain weight. And that can look different for every single person. I mean, however much weight you need to gain back to get your period is dependent. Um, But I definitely had to gain a significant amount back. And I mean, I'm great. I love my body. I'm chilling. It's not like I gained excessive weight. I just had to gain it back to be normal. And I also just am so happy to have a normal, functioning, healthy body that can just like do everything for me. But. Yeah, that's kind of the easy. There's no other real way to get it back unless it's not weight-related, then that's something you can take Vitex or Chaseberry or a lot of herbs. I would see definitely like a Chinese doctor or acupuncture can help a lot too. And I think those things did help me some to get it back, but ultimately it was eating more food and it was working out less and it was literally just letting my body get back to a homeostasis and a place that it wanted to be at. And truthfully, it's fucking hard. And it was weird I mean i truthfully a lot of my eating disorder problems didn't stem from uh, from body image so actually i really hated being that thin and i wanted to gain weight so it was a little bit easier for me but still i mean like a lot of people you know they want to blame all these other things for their period being gone and it's like truthfully i think your body's just either overstressed or you just have to be honest with yourself and go am i eating enough am i supporting my body enough and i think that's a really hard conversation people have to have sometimes with themselves but anyways that was how, that's what helped me. But I think also the support of herbs and teas and, you know, supporting my body in different ways, lower impact exercise, etc., um, really helped as well. But so I dealt with a, a, a lot of that of like losing my period for a while and then getting it back. And now I have some PMDD stuff and I didn't want to get back on birth control because hormone birth, birth control just absolutely freaks me out. And I had a terrible experience on it. So, I decided recently, like three months ago, to get the IUD, the non-hormonal IUD and it's been honestly really great. Um, The first month was pretty rough just because I had cramps that lasted like a few weeks on and off. Um, My period was a little bit heavier, but nothing that crazy. People were warning me about it being insane. I was like, truthfully, it wasn't that bad. But um, besides that, I mean, I've had maybe a few other complications while having sex, like it's been a little painful or my partner can feel it type of thing. But besides that, nothing else has really happened. And I'm honestly so grateful I got it. Um, The insertion was really painful. I talked about that a little bit. The experience was definitely painful and a little rough, but you know, worth it. Worth it to not have to worry about getting pregnant and whatever. So I'm excited for that really glad I did that but um birth control is also a huge uh plays a whole huge role in your hormones too some people it does work and I'm not gonna say that a hundred percent it's wrong don't do it you know screw birth control but I will say that I'm a huge advocate for not having not being on birth control because it literally can mess you up so much and you're basically putting foreign you know foreign things and foreign hormones into your body which is not good so um I definitely you know I'm not an advocate for that but I will say like you know do what you need to do so uh anyway so I, I don't know I think that you know teach their own you're on your own journal journey we're all on our own journeys it's hard to say I'm not a doctor it, this is me talking to a huge podcast um a big audience where, you know, we're all so different. We all have different opinions and things about our body. So I think just listening to your body, making sure you're nourishing yourself. That is what I'll say in regards to this, um, that kind of talk up topic with my personal history and kind of like the birth control conversation. Now, the important part is also kind of like what I'm doing now, I guess, as I'm on this journey to heal and to help my my hormone issues and even if you don't necessarily have PMDD or something um really intense if you just have bad periods or you're just looking to be more in tune with them um i have been on this journey to basically figure out a way to use cycle syncing and workout cycle syncing and seed sinking synch- wait seed Cycling and skin cycling, and all of this, all of these different methods to basically help make my periods and my months just a lot better and a lot more streamlined. So it's really interesting because you have four cycles, right? Like four different. four different phases of the month of your cycle. And so what's so interesting, you don't have four cycles, you have four phases in your cycle. And what's so interesting is each, during each phase, we are so unbelievably different. Our skin is different. Our energy levels are different. Our hunger levels are different. Our, um, like I just mentioned, our skin, our gut health, like everything's different during these times. And so, you know, it would be silly not to pay attention to these different phases and to not honor them. And, learn about them and kind of understand what your body needs at different times and so for instance like let's start um like when you're actually menstruating when you're actually bleeding cramping um whatever you're in the middle of it you're in your menstrual phase and there's certain things like for instance you should not be doing HIIT workouts and insane high intensity interval training. You shouldn't be doing anything too intense, running sprints, all of that. You should just really be nurturing and honoring your body, doing slower movements, long walks, Pilates, yoga. I don't even do like really workout classes. I kind of just stick to just like body weight, easy exercises. Um, Definitely walking though helps a lot movement. Eating warm foods that kind of nurtures and helps um, your body just, you know, throughout the whole intensity of bleeding and everything. You also want to eat a lot of blood building food. So things like beets and, um, things like ble- beets and beet juice. So I'll add beet juice to like a juice. If I'm getting it at Whole Foods or at like, um, I don't know, a smoothie shop, I'll like add beets to the juice I'm getting, um, or incorporate them in salads. A lot of other things like, uh, raspberry leaf tea and berries, uh, blueberries, all of that. sometimes they make a smoothie, or just add them to like a yogurt bowl and stuff like that so just make sure you're getting foods that kind of like boost the blood um and that have iron in them naturally just because you're losing a lot of blood um and then also just so it's like your movement your food also just like honestly what's crazy to me is um before my period and during my period i I'm very internal and I find myself not being as social. I'm not wanting to go out as much. I'm kind of just like staying inward, hibernating, shedding. It's very normal to feel tired. I get so fatigued before my period. I'm like taking naps days before. I literally just get so exhausted and it's so great. I'm like, I just get to nap honor this this phase um just rest more sleep eight or nine hours a night sleep in sometimes if i can like that kind of stuff is so good to do um lots of also teas remedies just like staying comfort comfortable and kind of just like staying warm all of that is really important and then we have like the phase before your period which is like the pms phase which to me is when i usually feel my absolute worst and so for me I still like to work out. I still like to move my body. I find that to be very important, but also just really focusing on knowing, too, that I'm going to be fatigued and very, really, really sleepy and also very irritable. So I find myself uh, just wanting to kind of, again, stay inward, stay kind of to myself, not really uh, get into, like, you know, situations I know could aggravate me, honestly, um, because I can turn into a real bitch. So I try to kind of minimize uh, kind of confrontation or problems make a week before my period because I'm like, I will literally not be well. So I try to do stuff like that. Um, eating a lot of carrots, like raw carrots, before your period too helps kind of like clear out excess, excess estrogen, uh, which is a really random thing, but like it does help. Um, And then when you're ovulating, the best time ever, it's um, whenever you're definitely feeling the most beautiful, the most glowy, the most energized. Like when I'm ovulating, I am like, let's hit the town. What are we doing? I can stay out late, I I can chill. I'm also feeling very frisky. Um, And very just like excited and life is great. Life is amazing. I am just like a goddess like it's the best time So ovulating just that's when you can take advantage of doing the high-intensity workouts and spin class and just like really, you know Eating a lot of also fresh foods a lot of like very cooling fresh yummy Uh, nutritious foods you can also have more big meals and i find myself burning through energy a lot when i'm ovulating because i'm just like doing a lot and what's really funny is i will even sometimes schedule things like during my ovulation if i can like i will if i'm like moving i will schedule it during ovulation because i am like let's go like i'm ready to move i'm ready like let's i can handle it i can like have more energy it's so funny but it really does like if you're planning a trip too I would really try to do it like when you're ovulating just because the energy levels, like it's crazy. Um, I actually visited my parents in uh, Colorado last month, I think it was. And I went to, when I was ovulating, my mom was like, Are you okay? She was like, You were up at the like, butt crack of dawn, wanting to go on a hike. Like, just like, I was like, I'm, I wanna walk again. I wanna go on another hike. I wanna like do this, this, this. And she's just like, You are like on something. Like, you have so much energy. And I'm like, Yeah, mom. It's because first off, I wasn't as depressed because I was in nature. And secondly and like because i'm ovulating so i'm like feeling good feeling fresh like let's do shit you know so just noticing i think also like for me like to write down kind of like what i noticed for my own personal self during my cycles like what's coming up for me do i notice that my mood is really really bad this month what's helped me sometimes honestly i hate to cut out foods and stuff like that or have that like diet mindset but Honestly, not eating any dairy or minimal sugar and a lot of, and and limiting gluten helps a lot before my period, so noticing things like that. Maybe it's like for me, I also can't have foods that I'm more intolerant to before my period or else my stomach will be a mess. So it's really just about kind of like knowing your body, knowing what feels good, what doesn't, what your kind of your usuals are during the the month. Um, And then also, Seed cycling which I've heard really helps. It's I don't know exactly what it is But if you look up seed cycling, I know people really benefit from it Um, So it's about like taking a tablespoon of different types of seeds throughout different phases I know it's like pumpkin seeds maybe during a certain time, whatever. It's actually really interesting and really cool. So um, That kind of thing I actually really want to try. I've never really done it. I eat seeds like pretty consistently and nuts and stuff so you know, maybe I need to focus more about like which ones are the best, but, um, and the lastly is the skin thing too, which is really interesting that I was learning about is that like you produce more oil before your period. So definitely doing more cleansing, less makeup use before your period. And then when you're like ovulating, you're obviously glowing the most. And so you need like kind of less products, you, your skin can handle it more. Um, and then I think in the beginning of your period, I mean, uh, sorry, at the very end of your cycle or the beginning of your cycle like that time when your period ends um it's really great because you your skin's kind of dry so actually making sure to moisturize more and everything during that time so it's really interesting i think learning about your body learning about your hormones learning about how to just like find balance and nourishment and everything in yourself is kind of just the best practice that we can have as women and as just humans. So if, if anything, if you've learned anything from this, even if you don't have hormone balance or whatever you're dealing with or whatever thing you've tried or things that you like or don't, whatever, um, we can all agree that taking care of ourselves and nourishing ourselves and learning more about ourselves is so important and so interesting. So I hope this was informative I really just like geeked out and became a wellness baddie again I'm not used to doing content like this as much anymore but I still have a passion for it and I still think it's really beneficial so I'll always still shed some light on things be vulnerable be open and let me know if you guys have any other questions or other thoughts and stuff like that I'm always down to talk in the dms so anyways all right I will talk to you guys next week